a zombie! I've been bitten! You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp headquarters here in wonderful New Hampshire where the weather is, well, it's it's so up and down, it's making everyone sick, and so are the zombies. Joining me as always, my fellow survivors, underground in a secure location to the north, even further, Lou Page. Hi, Bob. <laughs> Hi, I Lou. just have to say one thing. This crazy weather here has definitely done something where my my new driveway at my new apartment is like mud. And I really don't want to step into it because I just keep having flashbacks of The Walking Dead and zombies coming up out of the lawn and trying to grab me. Well, that would be bad, (laughs) Lou. That would be really bad. That'd be the worst. That'd be how do you call out to work after that, right? You're like, I, exactly. I'm not gonna make it in today. I'm stuck in mud with zombies. This is not, <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Uh, speaking of driveways, joining us also, way up top, north of the wall, keeping the borders safe, Canada's own Ryan Murphy. Mm-hmm. Canada's own. Actually, there's multiple Ryan Murphys. So, I know. Actually, I saw you uh, in a movie. I think it said really? you were Ryan Murphy, and I was like, yeah. what? Ryan Murphy is also the creator of the TV show. Um, You're welcome. American Horror Story. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No, no thank you then. <laughs> That's the no same guy as uh, as Glee. I thought, isn't that the same Ryan Murphy? Yes. Oh my God, that guy is so weird. <laughs> Glee and That's yeah. where I saw you. It was on Entertainment Weekly, a magazine. It had Ryan Murphy in it. How'd I look? I don't remember. Oh, great. <laughs> you <Good>. look great. <laughs> thank Good you. Job. Well, I got a thing too. I'm also my stinking dri- rich, so that helps. My, my driveway, there's well, there's a little bit of an incline or a decline when you walk out. I got to tell you, because of this weather, one day it's it's just rain, one day it's snow, and then one day it's warm, and then you go to go outside and start your car up, and you don't realize there's a sheet of ice underneath your feet, oh. and you you fall. <laughs> um, but you don't just fall. Have you ever fallen up to fall down? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> You mean fall on your face instead of your butt? No, like where you, you, you're like somehow you slip, but your whole body goes up in the air first. Like, so you're completely horizontal. And then (laughs) then then you land on flat on your back. Yeah, there's like a split second in your head where you're like, I'm flying. This isn't going to be good. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I have another question related to that, though. Like, do you think the people who live in the South that only get warm weather find this part of the podcast entertaining? Or, like, why, when are they going to talk about warm weather? Like, No, they laugh at us because they okay. go, these idiots all live where <laughs> I know. people shouldn't live. <laughs> yeah, well, talking- I, I don't know. Like, I mean, doesn't the South kind of have their own problems? Like, earthquakes <laughs> or tornadoes? <laughs> I'm not talking about, like, that Duck Dynasty guy. I mean, he's everybody's problem now, thanks to A&E. But, like, seriously, doesn't, like... Yeah, like, Canada's great. Like, it's, sure, it gets cold for a couple months, but we don't have earthquakes. We don't have tornadoes. We don't... Okay, we have flooding on occasion and frozen <laughs> pipes, but nothing too bad. I mean, well, I think... 
I hate to say it, but here in Maine, I can't even say there aren't earthquakes because we get them now. <laughs> I felt one once. Well, okay, we get small ones, <laughs> but not ones that like swallow like city blocks. I guess no matter where you go, there's yeah. going to be some weather issues. Is what we're getting at. I mean, it's either going to be an earthquake, Mother a nature. tornado, or some snow. And I think we got the good end of things. Well, All right? yeah, and, and to bring it around to like you know, this is Zombies Ate My Podcast. But I guess what you're saying is there's no perfect place to live where the weather is on your side with the zombie apocalypse. Like, here, sure, the cold's going to be a bitch if the zombies are around. In England, sure, the rain is going to be a bitch when the zombies are around. Uh, in the South, sure, that guy from Duck Dynasty is going to be a bitch <laughs> when the zombies are Well, actually, he'd probably be a really good asset to have Oh yeah, he would. when the zombies are around. He's I probably mean, making a zombie call right now. Yeah, I mean, even though he's a little, you know... Wow, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not racist. It's, uh, Wrong. Wrong, uh, right? yeah, well, wrong is right. Yeah. Right? Some people, I if hear some people... If you fed him to a zombie, he'd slow them down for a while. I don't I, know, I, that I, one guy's skin and bones, but I'm sure there's a fat one on that show, I mean... I hear there's a bunch of people that are pretty mad at him that they, they I guess they want to, uh... Get a stick and punch him in the head. I mean, I a lot of that's, people. That's what I heard. I mean, I don't uh, know the guy personally, but... Anyway, now that we got the weather out of the way. <coughs> and Duck Dynasty, don't forget. And Duck Dynasty. This is Zombies Ain't My Podcast, and on this episode, we're going to talk about survival. It, it's only taken us, what episode are we on? Uh, 48. 48, wow. 48. Almost 50. Almost 50 episodes, and we're going to finally do it. We're going to talk about certain survival methods and techniques and what would work and what wouldn't in our minds. So it took us 50 episodes, but we got there. But before we do that... Let's break it down. What's going on in the zombie world today? The virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. Zombie bite. Speaking of zombie bites, Lou Page, I think we've met your match. There's a man who created a zombie map full of zombie movies, to which I believe you own 98% of. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I've seen at least 50% of what's on this map. I'm not going to lie. I, I bet you it's more. <laughs> when uh, you start looking. I'm, I'm being generous when I say 50%. I'm trying <laughs> to be, you know, say that, not say that I've seen 80% of what's on here. But it's, it's I'll be generous and say it's 50%. 50%. Well, Jason Thompson from Seattle, Washington, started the Kickstarter to make this cool-looking zombie map where um, it's almost like a, one of those old medical diagnosis maps where like you, you pick your, your first poison or whatever, your, your second option, you kind of travel the route that way. And uh, he starts with basically, what's the first question? Shoot them in the chest with a shotgun. Do they die? No or yes? And you kind of branch out from there. And it goes through this whole intertwining map of awesome zombie movies and different types of zombies. And I, I think he's nailed pretty much most of the genre. What do you think, Ryan? Well, I mean, he's definitely covering every uh, every source and every, you know, movies, books, games. Um, but I kind of look at this and is it like, okay, you start at the center and you work your way out? Is that how it works? Yes. Okay. So you start at the brain, mm-hmm. and then it says if you shoot them in the chest with a shotgun, do they die? And if the answer is yes or no, and then when from there it breaks off into when you get to the get to the next section, it says what's their motivation, huh, and then yeah. 
Yeah, follow it through, Ryan. You'll get to, and it's almost, you know what? You could almost use it to pick a zombie movie that you want to watch, too, you know? Oh, my God, that's a perfect application. Like, you feel like, hmm, do I feel like Runners? Do I feel like Virus? Do I feel like uh, Resident Evil Slop? Like, I don't know. Like, And it's great because it, they'll have, like, games in here, too. So you could even use it, like, what zombie game? Like, sometimes I get in the mood, like, what kind of zombie game do I want to play? Because it works down the same way. Like, is it a slow-moving zombie game, like, say, the original Resident Evil? Or is it a fast-moving right. zombie game? This is really interesting, and to be honest, makes a really great poster for us zombie fans, as opposed to oh, having yeah. like you know a movie poster or a game poster up. This is probably one of the more interesting and smarter zombie posters that I've seen. Absolutely. Well, and if fear not, faithful listeners, um, if you want to pledge, you may. But this guy's definitely reached his goal already. Well, it's uh, over, is it not? <clears throat> Is it, uh, is it over or yeah zero seconds it's done oh yeah I oh it just now. funded four days ago yeah so he was looking for a thousand dollars to create the poster he he raised twenty thousand dollars he's going to be refining the poster a little bit probably adding a little bit more putting some nice finishing touches on it but i didn't see in here how much it's going to cost if you wanted to like if if he's going to be selling them after the the kickstarter i'm sure he will be but probably he says that he's going to try and have the uh poster out in march 24 by 36 poster. That's a that's a pretty nice poster oh, that's going to go up my wall. 30 bucks on his store right now. 30 bucks. That's well worth that poster. Would you buy that poster, Blue? Yes, I would. Did you already buy it? <laughs> no, but it's I know what's going on my Amazon wish list. Right? Oh man. So this this is just a real cool fun little Kickstarter. If you just search for the map of zombies on Kickstarter, you could find it. What's his uh, site, Ryan? Do you see uh, it there? It's mockman.com and if you go to his store, you'll see the poster. And it says it's going to be shipping in February. I mean, I might have to I mean, what's 20 What was it the dimensions again? It was a big poster. I mean, that would be a good like door poster. It's like a, that's like a movie size poster, like yeah. 24 by 36. That's pretty big. So yeah. that's actually really big, yeah. I'd, Jeff, I'd like to highlight some movies that are listed on this yeah, because I just kind of forgotten about some of these. Like there is a film from a couple of years ago called The Rage and it has zombie killer vultures. And I forgot all about this movie. I've seen it. It's awful. But it's great awful. Huh. And well. then there's always the classic that I kind of despise but want to like and that is the love cannibalism ep- zombie movie my boyfriend's back <laughs> that's a great title <laughs> it, 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 it's guy gets turned into a zombie and goes back to high school to try and win back his high school sweetheart as a, and he's a zombie and all nice. the bullies pick on him because he's a zombie <coughs> really but, yes there's a it's really bad it says here, like, okay, you shoot them in the chest, they're still alive, what is their motivation? Then it's sex maniacs. So there's, like, a whole branch of this that is, like, weird sexual zombie movies? Like, The Loving Dead? Is that, like, a porno? He didn't include pornos in this, did he? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Slow-moving cannibal sex zombies. That sounds awful. I mean, that's awful. That's that's Friday night for me, guys. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> And you and uh, you and the wife bot got- really uh, <laughs> really like your zombies. Well, they got you know, the living dead. Ugh. <laughs> oh, 
Perfect. <laughs> you know it's legit now. Do they have well, the this... turkey? <laughs> the, what is the turkey? What is the turkey zombie movie that you showed us? Uh, it's like thanks, d- Dead's Giving like, thanks or Killing. Thanks Killing. <laughs> I'm not sure that that's a zombie movie. That's I, more of like a killer turkey movie. I don't know. That turkey would have to be undead, I think. Just so you guys know, too, if you're interested, if you go to mockman.com, Jason Thompson, uh, the creator of the poster, also does a, a zombie webcomic as well. Oh. And uh, a lot of people a lot of people checking it out and reading it. And uh, I've read a few pages. I've tried to go back to the beginning, but I couldn't. But definitely a great artist, and he's he's definitely a storyteller, too. So if you're looking for something to read online, go to uh, mockman. That's M-O-C-K-M-A-N.com. This guy's pretty good. Uh, but you know what else is pretty good? Documentaries. I love documentaries. Do you love zombies? Eh. <laughs> Do you love uh, zombie movies? Yeah. Do you love documentaries about zombie people? Eh. Do you no. like George Romero and giant glasses? No. I do not like Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean George A. Romero. Uh well, it has been announced that Doc of the Dead's making its premiere. Uh they're gonna be showing it uh well it it will be on March seventh in South by Southwest in two thousand fourteen in Austin, Texas. So, there's a bunch of trailers out there. What do you guys, Lou, what's your take on this movie real quick, or this documentary? Your first thoughts. It's a documentary about zombies. I'm there. Yeah, um, right? Well, I, I love seeing the creators talk about this stuff because sometimes they put an aspect on your favorite films that you never really thought about. That's true. Like, you... And you know you get to see their reasoning and their their explanations for things that either you you don't agree with or you you don't understand like you were saying and you kind of kind of puts it all into perspective for you and then you can go wow George A Romero yeah he's really messed up wow <laughs> the the clip in the trailer that they use of George A Romero is he sounds kind of I didn't see the first trailer but in the in the number one trailer it's just he came off as a little wacko um, but I gotta say like this this tr- I was a little kind of like is this gonna be good because i've seen sort of the fan like documentary zombie thing stuff and it's usually not that it's not on par with a lot of other documentaries out there but this appears to be really well done and um, oh yeah we were saying before the show that i think that this like doc of the dead is what indie game the movie was to to video games like this is the this is the big documentary that puts a a limelight on what people are doing like you got sean peg in there simon peg sean of the dead right simon peg i mean that just <laughs> nails it for me like if he's in it i'm in like i love Do you think guy. uh grimy grimes is in or uh grimy grimes um <clears throat> yeah maybe he's in know. there too <laughs> uh it depends if there's a tank or not i don't know you know <laughs> he has one you know what's pretty cool too though is um <clears throat> Not only are they getting zombie celebrities and stuff like that, but from the looks of this article, they're they're going to try and do actual zombie research, like outbreak with uh, sociologists, virologists. I think I made that up, and like chemists and stuff. Virologists, kind of, vi- vi- virologists, vir- viral chemists, and um, members of the zombie research society. So I I think that's kind of cool because they're going to not only show like filmmakers perspective of things, but they're also going to get the real aspect with these like actual researchers, and they're going to ask them questions like. Do you think this could really happen? Or how is this going to happen? And is it just a matter of time like Bob's been saying for quite a while now? Well, the great thing is they also had, like, the zombie walk crowd as well. Like, they had the girl that runs the Toronto walk. And yeah. uh, that kind of 
sparked me to say like, man, we should really try and get those organizers on the show for an interview. I mean, we have a long time. It's not until October, but we we always are perplexed by these these zombie walks, and I think it'd be a really mm. great to try and get somebody on uh, to kind of explain what it is because none none of us have done a zombie walk, right? So sometimes I walk like a zombie, but I, it's because I wake up. Early. Well, that's because you just haven't had your coffee yet. I mean, yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, absolutely, my juice, my juicer. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you well, just throw coffee gonna... in the juicer. <laughs> Yeah, is that how you do that? Um, <laughs> Throw some celery in there too, and you're in. Yeah, definitely. You gotta gotta make, get your veggies. Well, we'll know more about it on March seventh, I think, and when we get to South by Southwest. That's a day after my birthday, by the way. What? Yeah, I just realized you're, that you're March sixth. Yeah, I'm I am. the ninth. Are you? Everybody, mark down the ninth. Lou, what are you? What are you, Lou? Are you the eighth? <laughs> you no. What was that, guys? <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted by something. <laughs> oh, well, then, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, we're not keeping you entertained. Perhaps perhaps this Kenyan man that came back to life will. <laughs> so, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. <laughs> so the Kenyan authorities have uh, launched an investigation. A man was declared dead in the hospital and woke up alive the next day. Hmm. Wow, this is a real-life zombie, a real dead-life zombie. Now, this story so, sounds familiar. Has this not happened before? I'm sure it has. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's happened salts. before, but I feel like this is something that, you know, is is a well-known phenomenon. You know, people being declared dead, and then they wake up, like, two days later. Like in that uh, Lost show, remember when they were comatose and they thought they were dead, and then they buried them alive? Oh, well... Spoilers. Spoilers, and also, I guess they didn't survive; they were buried alive. So, <laughs> spoilers. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, no, the thing is, too. The, <clears throat> so, this guy pretty much tried to kill himself, I guess, by swallowing insecticide. Pronounced dead on Wednesday night. Um, it. I guess it just slowed his heartbeat, which may have led to the mistake. So he's, he wasn't actually dead, I guess, but he was in. I guess, what would you call that? A suspended death? Like a suspended life, maybe? Like comatose? Like, no, but that, here, that wouldn't even be right if his heart slowed down. Like, here's, here's what I'm thinking. What do you do if you wake up and you're in one of those little morgue capsules? What do they call that? <laughs> the little slide-out drawers they put you in, like, you know? Yeah. A slab? Slab, yeah. Capsule, it works, too. Um, I call so them cupboards. Cupboards? <laughs> the, the morgue cupboards? Um, what do you do? So say say okay, you you you're pronounced dead, but you have no idea because your heart slowed slowed down. The next morning you wake up and you're in that thing. You're like, whoa! Do you think you're dead and this is the afterlife, or do you think there's been a mistake? Ah, that's a good question. I mean, me. I think there's a mistake. I think you kind of also have to think like your your beliefs as well. Like, I guess if if you if you were trying to commit suicide and you woke up in in like some capsule and you're religious it's like damn it this was not in the handbook why am i in a metal cupboard like this does not make sense where's the clouds you know i think <laughs> i screwed up somewhere i don't know what i did but this must be purgatory um <laughs> i i think that most people would think like something wrong has happened here uh, i am not supposed to be waking up right now but i don't know personally i'd probably be super relieved <laughs> See, the I'm first alive. thing I thought of was Lou Page saying this. He wakes up the next day, he realizes he's he's been dead, and he went, finally, I'm a zombie. 
I don't know why. <laughs> that's just the, that's just the feeling I get from. And you didn't have to go through the trouble of being it eaten would, alive. It, 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 it wouldn't be far from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Time to terrorize some female campers. Let's do this. Whoa. Uh, I don't want. I don't want to know about your your personal fantasies, Ryan. I guess that it's wrong horror movie, like right? Friday night. It's like um. exactly. <laughs> well, the thirteenth is a while's away, so um, I, I'm thinking of the wrong horror movie. What would what would <laughs> zombies be? I guess it'd just be time to go after the mathletes. I don't know. The next person in the room. That's what a zombie would do, right? We need smart brains. That's well, where you all know the what? Juices. For now, let's just consider this a non-zombie related incident and we'll just kind of keep our ears open in case he starts eating people well if the next story next week is african man eats people then we know something's I, gone you wrong. heard it you heard it here first that's all we're saying <laughs> can, we are can i officially stand and applaud next week if that happens bbc call be us. so excited that, that would not be exciting lou it was all about it that would not be i not, have not issues what can i say yeah don't we all Speaking of issues, <clears throat> I say we dive right into this week's topic because we're going to be discussing this for a while because it's been 50 episodes, but it's about time. Yeah. Zombie Topic of the Week. It's been a long time coming, but it's here. How do you survive a zombie apocalypse? Now, let's start off by saying we're going to go over what some people consider the top five most realistic ways to survive as long as you can and we're going to see if we agree or disagree and if you listeners out there like this segment and like what we're talking about then we can kind of go further into detail with it and play on it a little bit more until the walking dead returns but for now let's talk about you know your mainstream top five reasons to try and stay alive at, at in a zompocalypse 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 so i heard that i got that from a text message i stole it from someone so I like it. It's an apocalypse. So the first one, <clears throat> raiding the gun store. So you hear about the zombie outbreak. You go right into, we need guns. So you go to the nearest Walmart <laughs> or whatever gun store is around, and you go to raid it. Do you, Lou, think that this is the first step and the most logical step for it's survival? It's not the first step. <clears throat> but you would do it. At, at some point, I would make the effort to at least Look at one. A gun <laughs> store. By. Yeah. Literally. I would drive by or hike by or but I wouldn't make the effort to go in. Not until see, I scoped out the danger. I'm it's on, a gun store. Yeah. See I'm, I'm sure on, I'm not the first person that came up with the idea, let's go to the gun store. Yeah, well that's what I feel would happen, like no matter how long into an apocalypse. There's going to be someone that gets to the gun store first and then blocks everyone out one way or another for the rest of time. Like I feel like going to the gun store, not the smartest move to do in a zombie apocalypse. I don't think I would do that. I would either find weapons from other resources or bulk up on my melee skills and do a little leveling in that. But, Can I make a suggestion? Yes. Most local pawn shops also carry firearms. And if you have a bar named the Winchester, the gun up top probably works too. Well, here here's my thoughts on this. Like being in Canada, we don't have the option to. You don't even have guns. Raid right? the gun store. I mean, we can buy guns, but 
there's no there's there's not like a gun store in every corner. We replaced those with Tim Hortons a long time ago. Um, <laughs> all I'm saying is that you're right, Bob. Like, if that's the first thing people think, you got to think like, okay, what places are people going to go to right away and try and take over? It's guns, food, water, and other miscellaneous supplies. But those three, like grocery stores and <clears> gun <throat> stores. People are going to take over and they're going to barricade and try to keep other people out. And what's the best thing about barricading yourself into a gun store? Well, you have all the guns behind you to protect you with. So going to a gun store when everybody's got the same idea is probably a bad idea because humans will fight over that stuff, you know? And and I think this list that we're going to go through uh, is sort of like a top five places, top five popular theories but most of these are also like hey think ahead if you really think the zombies are coming go buy a gun you just have a shotgun in your basement that you can use for emergency purposes or have a zombie gun yeah have a a zombie gun an apocalypse gun that's all you gotta do if you're in texas have an intruder gun as well i mean that's fine yeah Okay. Just Let's don't insult you know. the self some more, Ryan. Well, I mean, <laughs> you can have your hunting gun, your intruder gun, your uh, neighborhood watch gun, uh, your taser for weekends, um, and then just <laughs> for weekends. Gun. I don't know. Maybe you're more so, casual on the weekend. So I'm more of a. I I mean, lose right. Eventually, you're going to need a gun because when the zombie apocalypse happens, it's going to be the one one of those main resources for survival not only against zombies but against people for for getting food for hunting you know what i mean you're gonna need that gun but i feel like not not yet not right away let's right. find out if we can get some guns from another place so my thing is raiding a gun store or going to the nearest you know local sports shop to get some to get some guns not not my opinion one of the best ways for survival at least not like right away in the apocalypse because that's where everybody's going to be going. I think that's yeah. the theory behind this and every other you need X right away. Yeah. You know? If you don't have stockpiles of food, <clears throat> it's probably very dangerous to try and go raid a grocery store on the first or second night of, uh, of a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, definitely. So <clears throat> raiding gun stores, we understand guns are important, but I think we're all in the same philosophy. Don't go right into it, guys. If you want to survive for as long as you can, hold out. Find another means of finding a gun. Don't go to that local gun shop. As far as I know, the zombie apocalypse isn't happening now. So go raid your local gun store. And by raid, I mean take lots, lots of cash and pay for things uh, right now. <laughs> You're killing me. You're killing me. Uh, number, number four, as Iron Maiden once said, run to the hills. No, uh, it's get out of town. Is that what that song's about? I don't know. Probably. The zombie apocalypse. Yeah, definitely, actually. I wish I could sing like that guy. So a lot of people feel that major cities are the worst place to be in the event of a zombie apocalypse for population. Um, you know, you're going to deal with people people interaction, zombies around every corner. This just It could blow up really quickly in a big city. We saw it in Atlanta in The Walking Dead, right? Yeah. It, it wasn't a very good place to be. It's a what pretty your- safe bet overpopulation is going to lead to lots of zombies. Well, what do you feel about Lou? Do you feel like you would rush out to the to a rural area right away, or would you? Or if you were in a city, say you're in Boston, okay? If is your and you live there, is your first means getting out of Boston, or do you try and hold off there? Uh, it would be gather supplies first and 
then think about leaving. Yeah, I, I'm more on the... I think I'm with you. I would probably see what I can do in Boston before leaving Boston or whatever other city it may be. Um, Ryan, you have cities in Canada, don't you? We do. And I really think that the biggest warning about this, like run it, run to the hills, this being a list of, uh, you know, popular yet very unwise decisions to make in a split second is that when you're in a big city and your first inclination is to get the hell out of there, um, that's everybody, again, it's a popular thought. And I, I think Lou is hit it right, right on the head, like saying, you know, worry about supplies and then get out of town. Don't try to get out of town when, you know, when everybody's trying to get out of town. I mean, you, you, like uh, Bob had said in Atlanta um, of The Walking Dead, um, you have the one side of the highway completely empty and the other side of the highway all cars. And you see that throughout The Walking mm-hmm. Dead series. Like, there's always just cars all over the place. You remember season two when they got stuck on the highway. Yeah. You know? Um, actually, it's funny the amount of times that roadblocks have created storylines for The Walking Dead. <laughs> it's pretty much every episode that there's a well, highway. It's, it's pretty realistic too. Trying oh, it's to very realistic. Somewhere. I mean, really, I I would probably take my bet and take my chances in the city because in my head I'm probably thinking, well, everyone's going to get out of the city, so most of your zombies are going to eventually follow everyone out of the city. So if I can, if I can shelter myself in some place safe i know the city i know some shortcuts around i know i know where everything is i feel like i'd be safer there than going to an unknown kind of rural area where i'm probably fighting for contested territory with other people that are trying to make camp or be safe you know i feel like hiding myself in the city would almost make more sense than trying to flee i also think that in a city you'd be more likely to keep amenities longer like water and power um now, that being said, I mean, power here can get knocked out by a squirrel in seconds flat, but I just think that in a larger city, there's probably, you know, more fail-safes in place for those types of services where I, in the short term, but I know in the long term, if you were out in the country, I mean, you have wells, you have, um, well, that's the big one, wells. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about power for your um, for your water, unless a zombie, you know, happens to bloat itself up in one of your wells then that's probably uh, that's not good either yeah good. i think we've seen that too yeah i keep referencing the walking dead i mean if if anybody's new to the show um the walking dead pretty much owns this show uh, <laughs> we're just really excited for the walking dead coming back and, and that and that spin-off to come so we just get to talk about walking dead all the time um sorry <laughs> yeah right so <clears throat> so we're all kind of along the same philosophy, leaving the city immediately, not not the smartest idea either. So if you want to stay alive out there, our suggestion to you would be to hang around where you are, if it's safe enough to be where you are, and not flee when everyone else does. Right? Like the key solution is not to rush, not to panic. I think those are the, you know, if Hitchhiker's Guide has taught us anything about the zombie Thank apocalypse, you. don't panic. Mm-hmm. Well, you can eventually panic. I mean, yeah, if they're, right. if I can picture you panicking the moment you hear about a zombie outbreak. Even if it's across the world, you'd be panicking. Me? Oh, yeah. I'd be shitting yeah, my bricks. You'd be like, you'd be like, zombie outbreak in Africa from that Kenyan guy? We gotta go! We gotta go! Wait, now That's I feel good. bad. Was it an African or was it Kenyan? I don't know. I can't remember the story. I think it was a Kenyan man, wasn't it? Kenya is in Africa. Good. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> You're confusing me. I'm like, what are you... <laughs> What are you getting at? <laughs> I don't know. To Your be honest, geography. I, 
I, I just uh, remember that the guy had died and he came back, and that's all that mattered to me. It's the, it's the metric system. <clears throat> now, what? <laughs> no, number three, number three on this list, I think we can all agree on, and I think everyone should agree on, and it should be your main. Well, I believe your main priority in this is fortifying your base. We're not talking pillow forts here, like whatever you call shelter, and you call home, or whatever you're wherever you're gonna live. You fortify that thing the best you can. Do you guys agree? I have to say I agree. Yeah, I'm with you. I think uh, I think fortifying your base is important, at least doing the once-over and to make sure there's no, like, uh, I want to say oh, holes. Screw oh, the, screw the once-over. I, I, go, I go to town. I'm, I'm very – let's bring up Walking Dead again. I'm very much a, a share of Grimes in this situation where – if I find a spot that looks pretty good, I'm going to do whatever I can to settle down there for as long as I can. You know, like with the prison. He but the did trick everything. Is you also want to have a backup plan so that you can get out of there without any issues. I call I call Lou. Yeah. Plan. This is the first thing on this list that I think we all disagree with in that fortifying your base is is a, is a popular yet bad decision. I think fortifying your base should be should be up up there with, you know, guns, food, making sure your house is your first line of defense. You know, um, it was Lou's, it was Lou's first line of defense when he had all those windows when he first moved in. Yeah, <laughs> at least he oh, could yeah. see them coming. In, in a zombie apocalypse, <laughs> they would not be staying at this apartment. Yeah, yeah, you'd be you going would. to like, what do you build a moat? Like, is that your first sort of inclination? That's not like, a. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> I want a moat. To be honest, I just want a moat. Yeah, you I've always want a, wanted a moat. I want a moat with a drawbridge. That's what I want. How awesome are drawbridges, guys? Think about that. So awesome, you can't even say it. What did I say? I wouldn't want I to, to not to sell you guys' ideas short. I wouldn't <laughs> want a moat. Why not? Because then zombies are going to fall in the moat, and then they're going to contaminate your water supply. Oh, it'd be a separate water supply. <laughs> details, details. I thought you were going to talk about like the zombies walking across the moat underwater, and then I was going to say, "Well, I'd just have the governor on my side, and he'd like slip little cinder block ties to every zombie. <laughs> every zombie just be looking up at you for the it, rest it of the time." Not just that, but as the zombies pile up in the moat, eventually there's going to be more zombies than there is water in the moat. Well, I'll, I'll have a blood moat. <laughs> Okay, this is getting disgusting. I don't want a moat anymore. I don't want a blood moat. <laughs> I don't want one. So fortifying your base is definitely really important. Um, people will tell you, well, no, what if you have to split out and leave? No, you want to make sure you can go somewhere where you feel safe and you can make other f- people feel safe because that's where you're going to panic less and you're going to think more rationally is when you feel you know, more secure. In my opinion, anyway. Well, you need. But you're never going to be 100 percent safe, so you no. always have to be prepared for worst case scenario. It's I like think... it's like Max Brooks says in the Zombie Survival Guide: "No place is safe, only safer." Yeah, no, that's a exactly. very good um, point. And I mean, I think having a fortified base gives you that first line of defense. So, you, like Lou said, you can sit down and think about what's happening rather than having a grab the shotgun and running out and starting shooting everything. You know, you can kind of think, okay, what's my plan of attack, you know? And, I mean, you have your standard board-up windows, uh, you know, board-up doors. Like, what, what, what is the first thing you do to fortify 
a house so it's zombie proof? Like, what's the first thing you do? Lock the door. Okay, well, the second thing. <laughs> Besides build a drawbridge, because we already established that's <laughs> Dig not a good a moat. Idea. Uh, no. <laughs> um, you know, honestly, mine would be, you know, getting getting uh, supplies or wherever, if I, if I have them, to be able to barricade and board up things, you know, yeah. like... It wouldn't just be locking the door. It would be locking the door and putting a bunch of stuff in front of the door. You know, if I'm talking zombies are imminent, like they're all around, you know, right. like, you know, they're coming, they're close. You get you get into your house and you get the family together and you say, give me that convenient sheet of plywood, you know, and my convenient screw gun that I have right here, you know, my drill. And like you just start, you know, windows, doors, any anything that's accessible, you kind of want to make sure it's not accessible. Well, you don't want anything gaining you know if there's enough zombies and you're not defending your home they're gonna get in no matter what kind of defense you have Mm -hmm. unless you have like a steel house they're gonna get in so what you want to do is you want to you want to build something or fortify something so the zombies can't just pop in there's some work to be done for them to get inside the house so this way you again you have that notice you have time you have you well, you have time on your side so you say oh they're prying through you know the west windows because I can hear them pulling at the planks or whatever you know so you can go over there and deal with it I mean the what was it it was a Call of Duty zombie whatever like where you could board up I can't remember if you could board it up or it started boarded up but. Like, that was your first inclination that the zombies were coming from that angle because you could hear them pulling at the boards. thought that was really well done. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. My, my, my other tactic for safe places is always find something that's not on the first floor. Mm. Yeah. It, it, you know, you can always make a, a, a rope. Or some other way to get up and down besides using stairwells. You can barricade stairwells. And I know I used to have an apartment where I had a fire escape ladder. You can always use a fire escape ladder to get in and out of wherever it is you're at. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you can. I mean, I don't know if I'd be able to go back up a rope, but I could probably certainly go down one. Um but barricading stairs and stuff where you can be even more safe is an awesome idea. You just have to be able to get out. Yeah. So like you yeah. said, the rope ladder, uh, you need – and I don't think a rope ladder should be your like, yeah, we got a rope ladder. We're set. We can get out of there. Like what if you're missing a leg? I mean we know that can happen in the zombie apocalypse. So if you're on crutches – That happens, you leave him to die. Oh, <laughs> but Herschel was so man. cute. Oh, um, I just think that you're going to need – you're going to need a, a solid backup plan. So if you do go with the two-floor house and, and your first backup plan is to, like, salt and burn the second floor, <laughs> you kind of need to have a way out of that second floor uh, Hold on, I'm safely. Just, I'm, just, I'm just putting this in my phone real quick. Change backup plan. Don't call Lou. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> just We're in gonna... case you lose a leg, you're the yeah. first to go. <laughs> Evidently, I don't want to. I don't want to lose a leg and be like Lou and be like, nope. Eh. <laughs> You're zombie nice food. So let's let's get into um, the second one. Here is uh, number two. I guess you could call it. Uh, conserve ammo and use melee weapons when possible. Now, a lot of people disagree with this because they feel like you're getting too close quarters. You're you're not going to do great against a mob of zombies with a hatchet or an axe or a sword, a katana, a sledgehammer, a crowbar, or anything. 
Um, unless you had those cool, awesome zombie weapons we talked about last time. But anyway, Ryan, your thoughts on using melee weapons whenever, whenever possible. It seems like a fun idea to be able to hit someone over the head with a baseball bat or a knife oh. or something to kind of... Maybe you could, uh... A pointy stick and stab its head off. Yeah, like that That kid is probably Superman if he's able to do that. I mean, <laughs> I think I think there's this, you know, fantasy land where everybody thinks that, you know, the second somebody turns into a zombie, it's easy to bash their head in. And that may be true after a while and some decomposing and all that fun stuff. I just think that, again, it's just an attractive, like, ooh, I got a giant knife. This will protect me. But you got to get close. You got to have good aim. You got to get it in the first try. And then what if they grab you and scratch you? Are they the type of zombies that, you know, all they need is some blood transfer? And then blood transfer, how much blood do you think is going to come out at you? I don't know. I just, I, I'm not a fan of getting up close and personal, but uh, I don't know. We've been told. Well, my my thing, and I'll go to you, Lou, first. I want to hear your thoughts on melee weapons. I don't think melee weapons are a bad idea, but I will say something that someone told me a long time ago, and that is the human body can take a crazy oh amount of abuse. <laughs> So Who are you talking to that's zomb- telling you this? <laughs> what? Lou's, Lou's dad got him down on one knee when he's a young little lad, and he said, <laughs> "What? Lou, one day the zombie apocalypse is going to come. We must train you. You can take a lot of. Why are we? Ta- why are we making you? Well, I, well, I, I, I have an uncle who's an ex-marine, and one day we had a conversation about just fighting and stuff and he said you know it's it's surprising the amount of abuse that a human body can take punching someone in the face you'd think with the amount of pressure you'd break somebody's jaw but breaking someone's jaw isn't easy and i I, i've kind of always thought about that and been you know if i fell down i could break a bone sure but i also could probably get up and walk away if i didn't break the bone you know, it, the human body can take a lot of abuse. So when I see in the movie they hit somebody in the head one swing with a baseball bat and it crushes a skull, it's like, yeah, I don't see that happening in one swing. Maybe it. like five. No, I do it one. Well, I mean, I, like I said, I think, uh, you know, melee weapons are definitely have their place because, like uh, good old Max Brooks says, a knife doesn't need to be reloaded. Um, well, on on Lou's point too, though, if the human body can take some abuse, then you should be all right. You know, you're not going to get scratched every single time a zombie grabs you. You know what I mean? You're not going to get cut open. You're there's, I think, seven layers of skin you got to go through. No, to no, get no. Scratched. But the difference is, Bob, that you you can take sure you can take a lot of punishment from other humans. But yeah, I, I think can. A, a, <laughs> I think a zombie is it was you all day. Is, um, you don't deal with me all day. It's an hour a week. You can handle it. It hurts so bad. I, I just think that you know you don't want to get close to a zombie unless you absolutely have to. I'm a fan of like a lot of The Walking Dead does this. A lot of games do this. Like the last ditch effort stab to the head. You know, like if you're grappling and you just have to get out of there, like a quick stab to the head. That's fine because you're up close already. You're like, shit, I'm up here. I might as well kill the little guy. And (laughs) I just see this picture of a squirrel. And, uh, you know, I think that's where it makes sense. But, like, 
throwing your gun away and being like, don't worry, guys, I don't need to reload my knife. And then, you know, you're like Merle going around with a knife attached to your hand. It's, you know, it's just, it's just dangerous. It's very dangerous, but, you know, and this is this might be my shortcoming in the zombie survival apocalypse. So if you guys are stuck with me, you might be like, Bob, no. But I feel like I would use that melee weapon until I know I am not going to be able to get out of there with that melee weapon. And maybe it's too late by then. I don't know. But, like, if I have a really nice sword or something, I'm going to use that for as long as I can. If there's, like, zombies around me, I'm going to keep trying as hard as I can. And I guess it is all situational dependent, but... I would say, personally, that I would always be conserving my ammo whenever possible. And I know that you know a lot of people disagree with that because it's a big risk. But I would, I I am a fan of that. I would probably do that. I say that now, and then I'm probably going to be scared shitless of the zombie apocalypse and shoot my gun at everything. <laughs> you know, have a gun. I, well, I need a I need a mode. I mean, in speaking <laughs> of melee weapons, I mean, one of the first things I I did when I got my own apartment was I bought an aluminum baseball bat. Because you're a fan of baseball. No. Oh. Actually, I'm not at all. I, I don't hate play baseball. sports. But I was like, well, if the zombies come, I got a baseball bat. If someone breaks down my door, I got a baseball bat. I feel safe. What if Justin Bieber eggs your house? What a jerk. Do you have a defense for that? A baseball bat. I, I call the police. <laughs> ah. And okay. then sue him. <laughs> right. Uh, well, so we're all a little bit conflicted on uh, melee weapons, but... Um, but I like, the, I like the idea, and you know what? I love I love melee weapons in my zombie media. Like, I love melee weapons in video games and in and Maybe the that's my head. problem. Maybe I'm just, like, so used to playing Maybe. it on, like first person i'm like i'll be fine yeah i mean i have a health bar and i can definitely see what, you know whether they i'm gonna work, die or not they, i want to say they work in a one-on-one basis if yeah. you're running into one or two zombies you can probably use a melee weapon to at least keep them at bay yeah until you build your moat Right, yeah. until you build the, the feigned moat. I, I think the issue with, and the reason we waited almost 50 episodes, and to be honest, we did talk about survival in the last 50, but... Yes, we did. I think that, there, you know, yeah. when you compare actual survival, if the zombie apocalypse were to hit, again, if, um, when you compare that to, you know, survival in TV, movies, video games, when it comes to zombies, they're two very different things. I mean, we're not all steroid using stars people you know like we we can't can. carry a billion guns and a giant machete i can well okay bob can but nobody not everybody's bob and if we were then we'd all have moats but <laughs> i think that it's still really fun to talk about sur- survival especially in this this episode's been a, a very like we're all screwed <laughs> you know uh, and I think the yeah. last one here, always aim for the head. I think, again, we're all screwed. H- well, how many he- a, people have accuracy tricky here? One. Like, if I <clears throat> if I was an avid gun shooter, is that what you call them? Um, I would say this rule applies to me. Number one rule that everyone knows about with zombies is you always aim for the head. If I was very confident in my ability to shoot a gun... I would probably say that's a very good rule. But if I all of a sudden went to Lou, who's never fired a gun in his life, I wouldn't say aim for the head. I'd say aim for the biggest part of the body you can. <laughs> you know, like. Well, I mean, 
disabling shot. It, it might be a little easier to make than than a headshot. I mean, shoot him in the leg, take <clears> him down. You think a leg's easier than a head? Yes. Well, legs are moving. Wow. Okay. Uh, going well, back to our map, are they fast? Are they slow? I mean, are they sexually? What? What was it? <laughs> are they <laughs> sex motivation? maniacs? I didn't know that was a type of zombie. Evidently, we're watching the wrong zombie movies. <laughs> um, so, your Lou, your thoughts? Aiming for the head? Are you gonna aim for the head, or you know? Um, if it's one zombie or a few zombies, and I have a gun, and I have time to take aim, maybe I'll aim for the head. But if they're chasing me, I'm gonna aim for the hips. <clears throat> right, you're gonna because them for... hip bones are connected to the leg bone. Right. Uh, if I nail in somebody in the hip, chances are I might break a a, a hip bone or a sh- some kind of leg bone, and then that's going to slow them down and give me time to do whatever it is I need to do to get away. That's that's a very. I think we're all on the same page there. Like you, you don't. I know you don't want to waste ammo and firing four bullets into a zombie instead of one. You know, it's kind of a. You you wish you didn't have to, but. And if you want to survive, like truly survive as long as you can, don't take the risk of getting a headshot if, you, if you're not confident you can get it. Because then you might not get another chance, you know? Yeah, I mean... I just, the, I just got really serious right there. <laughs> wow, well, I was going to say that Lou has been the only one taking this very serious, except for our <laughs> comments on the moat. I mean, we were very serious about that. I was extremely serious. I was ex- uh, yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to go... I, I started digging the moat over the summer. I mean, that was a bitch, but... We ended up putting a basement window in, so I guess we couldn't put water in it now. But, <laughs> anyways, um, I, I think that uh, I think that the headshots make sense if you are a really good shooter. And I mean, like I said, in video games, it's very easy to aim for the head. Yeah. Um, but can can I ask a question? Sure. What's yeah. Up? Am I the only one out of the three of us that's fired a gun before? Oh wow! I can't believe we've never talked about this. Um, uh huh. We really haven't, have we? Uh, yeah, that's weird. Okay, let's start with guns and work our way down. I mean, guns. Lou, it sounds like you've shot, in a, shot a gun before. I've shot several. Oh. I've shot, I've also shot plenty of guns, ranging from handguns to assault rifles to shotguns to rocket-propelled grenades. No, that last one's a lie. Okay, well, um, I'm not, it's, you know, spoiler alert, the <laughs> Canadian probably hasn't shot a gun. Um, I... I don't think I have. I may I may have gone ski shooting once, I think, but I can't remember. Uh, I've shot a BB gun, but that ain't gonna stop shit. I have little I have little experience with handguns, but I have shot my fair share of shotguns. Wow. Um, my uncle is a uh trap shooter and took me when I was about ten shooting with him. So in the Lou, you really have been preparing for the zombie podcast. <laughs> I am the newest Zamp movie trailer is going to be the life of Lou. Like it's going to be like your climb to where you are now. No, no, I'm no. Work I, on that. I just wrote your next short, your next Did audio you? short. It's called instead of Hobo with a shotgun, it's Lou with a shotgun. <laughs> 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 write that down. Write that He's, down. I can't. I don't have a pen. Well, so, type it. I don't Lou, know. Lou, Lou and I. My keyboard's running out of batteries. It's just told me that. I'm running out. <laughs> Come up with sure. another excuse, Bob. <laughs> I don't know how to read. I'll freaking email. Uh, <laughs> I'll email it to you. <laughs> so, Lou and I have shot our fair share of firearms. We so I would say I'm 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 very knowledgeable with how a firearm works. I feel very safe around them, so right. I don't like you know. I feel comfortable using one. So, Ryan, as a person who's never shot a gun, 
say we're in a zombie survival situation, I throw one to you, and you somehow manage to catch it, even though you guys don't play baseball in Canada. You're like, oh, oh, and you bobble it around a little bit, and then you catch it. Do you guys throw baseball bats a lot? <laughs> and say, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's just, you made it sound like don't, I know. Anyways. Don't dig your moat. I'm done with you. <laughs> okay, you guys handle the firing squad. I'll dig the moat. How's that sound? That's great. So, um, I think you, like do you, is your first like do you panic even more now that you have a firearm? Well, I mean, if I'm on my own, probably. But if I'm with others, I mean, I, I have them to rely on. Because I got to tell you right now, like in the TV shows and movies, they're always like this. Here's your trigger. Here's your slide. Pointed at what you want to shoot at and pull the trigger. All right, I'll meet you in half an hour. And like this was like all of a sudden like that's your like whoa. I don't hold on. You said trigger and slide. Um, pointed at what? Like because that to really no one learns how to shoot a gun that quick. You know? Okay, I'm gonna put this out here just so everybody hears this. If we and this show will last as long as zombies are popular. If it comes to a point where we're all in the same place, we go to a firing range. As a podcast experience, the three of us, if we're ever in the same place, so if I ever go to Maine. But I swear to God, if I lose a leg and Lou leaves me. (laughs) No, no, no. Zombies will not have hit. We will go, we will be in one place, probably in Maine, considering you two are there. We'll go to a firing range and we will discuss our experience. All right. And also laser tag. I don't know why that just popped in my head. Hey, laser laser tag tag. sounds great. Paintballing? No, laser tag's better. So. Shoot him in the head. We're we're actually we're, I think we're all kind of on the same page there too. If you want to survive, make sure you got the shot. If you don't, then don't don't try and be a hero. Yeah. Again, right? great in zombie media. Not so fun discussing in the real world because it's very hard to hit somebody. Yeah, else. it really makes you like you know you always talk about prepping for the zombie apocalypse, and I'm, I know Lou excluded because he's friggin' ready. He's ready. Um, he's, he's probably got ready. a rope ladder already. He's been, he's, he actually just climbed down it. He's not even on the show. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> hey, welcome back, Lou. Um, that's what was distracting him earlier. He was building a new escape pod. Um, so it's going to be tough. And it's right. going to be scary, but if you if you use your head and you don't panic, I think you're you're better. You're going to have a better chance of making it out there alive. And hopefully, by listening to us, and hopefully your iPhone or your your podcast player is still working in the apocalypse, and you can go back to episode forty eight and go, "What was I supposed to do?" And if you learn anything from this show, know that you need you need to build a moat. Thank you. I was just going <laughs> to I was going to say. He better say build a moat because I think that's one of the biggest revelations we've had in this episode. Absolutely. That should be the title I, of the show, I, Build a Moat. Build a Moat. Build a Moat. I, I think the title's going to be Everybody But Lou Says Build a Moat. <laughs> of blood. Oh, Lou, come on. you got to admit, building a moat, pretty badass. It's badass. It doesn't mean it's helpful. All right. Not if it's a bloated zombie moat. Bloated moat, bloat moat. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. if you guys out there, if you're listening and you have your own ideas for what you would do to survive as long as you can, we're all game. We want to hear and we want to know what you're doing out there to survive. And uh, maybe we could all meet up in the future during the Zompocalypse. But uh, for now, I think that's going to do it for this week's topic. But we also need to get into the wrap-up. And I know there's a question out there for Lou. Do you want to do that first, Ryan? Uh-oh. Yes. The infamous... Ask the Busy Zombie Lord has returned, and we have it's a question time. from listener 
Ryan. Not me. Not you. A different Ryan. And he says, Lou, are you ready? I'm ready. It's a Is that what he said? <laughs> no, that's what I said. I put that in there. That's Sorry, a, that's Ryan. a simple question. Uh, <laughs> are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'll build a moat and then I'll be ready. Yeah, uh, we'll be good. Okay. Uh, if the Zompocalypse started tomorrow and you had to grab only one item, a pair of shoes or a baseball bat, before you had to bolt out of your house, what would it be? Be right. No, wait, that's not it. What would it be, Lou? Dun, dun, dun. Wait, My so choice it... is a pair of shoes or a baseball bat? Yes. Now you'll have to go die hard the entire Zompocalypse. <laughs> if... that's, that's how I think this whole thing started, too, <laughs> was die hard. <laughs> if you pick the baseball bat. In all honesty, I would take the shoes. Yeah. Would you? Really? Yeah. Wow. Lou, that surprised me because after all your baseball bat talk, I figured this would be a no-brainer. He's, no, no, I mean, no, no. He makes a good point. Cause... I would take the shoes. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I figured Lou would you know, make a shoe out of a bat or something. I don't know. No, I'd take the <laughs> shoes because I could always find the time to pick something else up down the road. Maybe Lou That's... has really small feet, so he'd whittle the baseball bat into like one of those holland clogs or something lose lose real response was you can dig a moat with shoes you can't dig a moat with a bat i don't know if you uh if you carve that bat just right it's perfect moat building material also (laughs) to to go along those lines i have i do have really tiny feet oh (laughs) there you go you should go so so you know you're not gonna be able to get another me are really hard you have specialty. Sh- why are we? Why are we? Okay. Why are we picking picture, on Lou? I just picture you going. <laughs> you're like, oh god, zombies are in the house. I gotta get out of here. Uh, the bats over there. The shoes over there. Oh, I'll never find shoes in my size. <laughs> no, no, no. To Lou, Lou makes a really good point. I mean, I think shoes are very important. It makes sense to have um, good footwear because your your first line, of, your last line of defense is running away. Um, and unless you lose a leg, it's like it's it's like I'd put it on par with like glasses. If you need something to see, or if you need something specific to to be comfortable walking and running long distances, it makes sense to have a good pair of shoes. I mean, not everybody has great feet like us. Some people need specific orthopedic shoes. Uh, you know, we all have great feet. I just assume. <laughs> and uh, let's move on. Because I definitely don't have your but feet profiles. I up. I agree, <laughs> I agree with Lou on this one. Yeah, I would take the shoes. Like, and it sounds weird because you, you know, it's like ah, oh, my Nikes. Ah, oh, that bat. Am I going to be all right as soon as I get out the door? Well, I don't know. Like, where am I running to? You know, like all those thoughts quickly crossing your mind. You you grab that pair of shoes. I think most people would do the same thing. Really, it makes sense. I mean, Unless everybody says. I, I understand why they did. The reason did. I say take the shoes is because I'm thinking of the way the question was worded. I'm obviously overwhelmed with yeah, zombies. Fighting them with the bat is not going to be an option right now. So do I want to stay and fight or do I want to run for my life? Well, run for my life sounds like a better option. Yeah. And, you know, that's and we're right back to survival. There you go. Yeah. You tied it up in a nice little bow. Well, there's always and plenty of weapons. So Can I bring it back to weather? Oh, yeah. yeah full circle. I like this. It's cold in Maine. <laughs> I don't really want to be standing in a snowbank in my bare feet or in a pair of slippers. That's not good. I'm going to get pneumonia. It's, forget the zombies. I'm dead. Can you imagine if the only pair of shoes you had accessible was like your comfy grandpa slippers? And you're like, ah, no. 
Yes. That would be I can good. imagine, and that would be awful. Well, thank you, Lou, for answering that one. Thank you, Ryan. Not you, Ryan. The other Ryan for uh, oh. asking the question. And if you guys have your own questions out there, feel free to email us at info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Lou loves answering these questions. Yes, I do. Please keep He also coming. said, the weirder, the better, I think. Yeah. And yes. if, you can, if you can involve some sort of moat, it <laughs> <laughs> would make me happy. Moat. So, <laughs> mo- I think more you guys boat. just like saying the word moat. It is kind of fun. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You know what else is kind of fun? Wearing your brand new Zombies Ate My Podcast t-shirt from SlashLoot.com. Very true. <clears throat> Very true. Available in white, ash, or black. But as I recall, Ryan Murphy didn't really recommend the black. Um. Yeah, I mean... It's not it, bad, but it's, it's... It's not bad, but the colors will pop better on the lighter shirt. I think the red doesn't show up very well on the black. But that being said, the black shirt does look really nice. And if you're trying to get people to come right up to you to kind of like, you know, look at what's on your t-shirt, then hey... That's what I want. I want people to go, huh? Come up right up to get the zombies to come up close, so then you can, you know, their heads right there, and you can give them a quick stab, and you're Use out your of there. Use weapon. Yeah. Perfect. So, slash loot.com, you'll just search for uh, Zombies Ain't My Podcast. You'll find the t-shirt up there. It's also linked on our website, and usually it's in the show notes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, ash, white, black, all sorts of sizes between adults, female, male, toddlers, all the way down to youth. Get your kid decked out in some Zamp gear, and he'll be the safest kid out there. Right? Can I advertise that, or am I going to get sued? <laughs> safest kid out there? Yeah. Ah, no, I, I think, think it's good. From yeah. zombies, anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, bullies, too. I mean, the bullies see, oh, you listen to Zamp? That Zamp's awesome. And then they won't beat you up. You listen You listen to that there, Zamp? Hey, kid. I listen to <laughs> Zamp, too. And then they'll be best of friends. And they'll be like, let's build the moat together. We'll be safe. <laughs> Slash loot.com. Search for Zombies Ate My Podcast. Wear your awesome, awesome Zombies Ate My Podcast t-shirt and promote the show. Thank you. No, thank you. Oh. I was thanking right. the listener that's going to promote the show oh. with the T-shirt. Yeah, thank you. Awesome, okay. Ryan. It's been a long night. It has. We're, we've all been juicing. <laughs> did <laughs> we explain that on right. the show, or did we just start talking about juicing? I don't think we just started talking about it, but it's okay. Why don't you tell people where they can find us when we're not juicing? I thought you were going to say, "Why don't you tell people about <laughs> juicing?" It's like wrong <laughs> podcast, buddy. Um, Yes, you have been listening to Zombies Ate My Podcast, and you can find all of this madness and more at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Email us, uh, you know, your segment ideas, your thoughts on survival, your Ask the Busy Zombie Lord segments to info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at Zombies Podcast. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash zombiesatemypodcast. Plus one us, plus one us at Google+. Plus. Give us a subscribe on YouTube, um, and also follow the co-hosts on uh, on the old Twitterverse. Uh, I'm at R Murphy. Lou is at Busy Zombie Lord, and Bob is at Bobbert F. And finally, a quick shout out to Mister Nay Sir Joel Duggan, who is in Whoa, the moat. He yeah, he did. <laughs> Do you not know that? Wow, uh, good for him. <laughs> I mean, us Canadians, we have the we have the uh, the ability to be knighted because we're part of the comic. Well, that that web comic is pretty good. So yeah, I mean, check out his web comic at StarCrossedOnline.com and his uh, his design work at JoelDuggan.com. JoelDuggan.com for all the awesome artwork, including our Zombies Ate My Podcast, yes. which is great. Also, subscribe to iTunes. Give us some five star reviews. Where no matter where you are, we'll check them eventually. 
and uh, we'll, we'll we'll get you on the show. And that's you, always a lot of fun. If you leave a review outside, and and this is not you know, this is nothing against other countries, but if you leave a review outside Canada and the U.S. and you want us to read it on the show, give us a quick nudge at one of the many places that we just described, and we will certainly read it on the show. Absolutely, and if you want to throw a bad zombie joke in there, I'm kind of running low. That'd be great. Right. Ah, thanks, guys. But for now, I think that's going to do it for us. So thank you all for listening. May your accuracy be amazing and your moats run deep. Incoming bad zombie joke. I was waiting for it. You're not telling me that the bad zombie joke was just all the moat references that we had throughout the show? Yeah, that was a little much, I think, looking back at that. Well, Ryan. What? What did the zombie's ex say when she wouldn't stop calling? You're dead to me? I don't know. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's awkward. You hear that? I need your jokes. (laughs) I was just guessing. I was about to tweet about moats. How about this one? All right. Do zombies eat dinner with their family? Uh, depends how smart they are. No. Oh. Their family is the dinner. Oh, man. <laughs> Guys. Oh, that's, that's a twofer. Send us some better bad zombie jokes, because those are yes, just please. bad, bad.